This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 245 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today it's Brian Abernathy, and he's with Grumpy Goat Coffee. Yes, Grumpy Goat Coffee. Brian, I, I'm expecting, like, uh, is it Eeyore from uh, Winnie the Pooh? Let's, let's hear. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you so much for uh, having me. Ah, you don't sound so grumpy. Yeah. No, no, not at all. And uh, your your reaction to the name is exactly what I expect uh, with everybody. So I really appreciate that. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I got to start us out with, I am uh, still, by the way, sipping on some grumpy goat coffee. And uh, it certainly did not make me grumpy today. And it is a Monday. Actually, it's 3 o'clock Monday afternoon. And thank goodness for my grumpy goat coffee because it has gotten me through to this point. Usually by now, my... Uh, my tongue is hanging out of my mouth, but it's still in. You can see me, right? Let our audience know. The tongue is still in and I'm still coherent. You're looking great. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, uh, let's start with your company, Grumpy Goat Coffee. Tell us about it. Yeah, definitely appreciate it. Uh, you know, Grumpy Goat Coffee is a coffee company I started. It is a coffee roasting company, more specifically, back in 2016. Uh, we are uh, considered local roasters, micro roasters down here in Benita Springs, Florida. Um, everything that we do and that we focus on is single origin, gourmet grade, and fully traceable coffee. Uh, and as you uh, have witnessed, we, we like to have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> and that's, um, that, that's what we do. And that's what we've been doing for the last you know four years, uh, coming up on five years now. Wow, that's awesome. And tell us a little bit about the journey, how this all kind of came together. Absolutely. Uh, so I moved down here to Bonita Springs from Minneapolis, St. Paul area back in 2013. And, you know, my, my current and prior life is software development, uh, traveling around the country for work and then traveling around the world um, for pleasure. And after moving down here from Minneapolis, St. Paul, I realized there, there really was no good coffee. Um, that I could find. And, you know, I really did not want to start up a coffee shop, seeing that uh, I had other obligations throughout the day. I thought, well, how else can I bring good coffee to the area? Uh, I just decided to go upstream and, and source it, source it and roast it fresh. Everything's roasted essentially fresh to order. Um, <clears throat> and it was really out of a self need. And I figured if I had that need, I'm sure I could find a lot of others that, you know, as being transplants from other major metropolitan cities with real uh, kind of unique and deep coffee history, um, they're here as well. And uh, I found a uh, I found a following real quickly and I've been trying to, you know, expand the following and keep keep everybody caffeinated. Uh, we've we started out with, I want to say, maybe two or three distinct origins. I started out with Peru, Colombia and Guatemala. Um, I've now expanded to, I've got roughly 14 to 15 different countries of the green beans that I have um, and that I roast and make available online as well. So we're, we're always growing uh, our, our offerings, our kind of our countries of origin. And as you know, coffee being an agricultural product, um, every year, every origin, you know, things are a little bit different. It's a lot like wine. So we're always excited to see what's coming out of a specific region or origin at every harvest. Wow. Wow. A lot to it. Dang. <laughs> Very cool. So wh where do most of your customers come from? Are they uh, all over the place or the, 
mostly local or somewhere in between? Uh, you know, they're, they, they all start out local. Uh, you yeah. know, in this market, this market's very transient in nature with um, tourists as well as family visiting other family members. And then just people kind of coming and going. It's a part of, you know, they want to live in, in paradise. So they, they definitely come down and check that box. So I, I can probably connect within two, maybe three degrees of separation, every one of my customers. Now, I'm, I'm shipping all over the country. Um, I've shipped to Alaska, I've shipped down to Hawaii, I've even shipped over to uh, Dubai. So I can kind of connect with all my customers. I've, I've met probably 80% of them face to face down here. We do a lot of pop up events, we do a lot of stuff with the community, um, things, you know, in the uh, Riverside Park in downtown Bonita. We work with a lot of local breweries, Momentum Brew House, Fort Myers Brewing. Uh, oil well out in Ave Maria. And then we do some farmers markets. Um, we're getting ready to start back up with the Vanderbilt Airport Pulling Farmers Market down in North Naples. Um, so I, you know, I say no to, or I say yes to almost every opportunity. So I, I never mm -hmm. say no to unique opportunities to to grow my brand, kind of get, get my name out there. And really get people experiencing what locally roasted or, you know, if you're not local, what freshly roasted coffee is. So that's, um, that's kind of how I, I, I build my, my followers. It's that's how you roll. Love it. Love it. Wow. That's impressive. I mean, you've only been doing this for a few years and uh, you're all over the world. Yeah, it's, uh, it's always interesting to kind of um, experience, you know, where things really take off, uh, you know, kind of some of the ideas that you have that, that, that go really, really well. Uh, and then some of the ideas that you think would be fantastic that just um, <laughs> sometimes it's a sometimes it's a timing, sometimes it's an audience. Um, but it's it's always fun to try. Right. And that's why yeah. you know, part of our motto is, is, you know, our brand is very, very fun. Uh, we have anytime you'll see us out in the real world, we're always having a, having a good time. But we do take the coffee very seriously. Our coffee is very high grade um, gourmet quality coffee. So it's uh, we just make sure we have fun with it. And yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can uh, definitely attest to the the fun, but more importantly, the taste and and uh, the impact of the, the coffee. I mean, this is this is awesome stuff. So congrats, you guys are doing it right. Thank you. Yeah, there's nothing worse than a bad cup of coffee. Ugh. You know, and a lot of people, um, and, and that's the fun part. When people, when we go out and do events, you know, aside from the, this uh, this whole virus situation we're in, you know, we typically provide uh, sampling. And, you know, to your point, and, and I can see your face, uh, when people try the coffee for the first time, uh, it's never what they expect. You know, a lot of people mm. have never had coffee from Peru or from you know, a small island in Indonesia or even some of the, you know, really high-end Ethiopian coffees. And and you just see them realize that there's more to coffee than just what you can get at the grocery store that's on sale. Uh, you know, it, it changes your whole day. It changes your morning, your afternoon. You can align your cups of coffee to the time of day, to the food you're eating. Uh, it, you know, again, it's a lot like wine. Yep, yep. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny when you were talking about different parts of the world and how it changes from year to year. I, I thought about grapes and how, uh, you know, that's a, a big, big deal, depending on the crop, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's it's the crop. It's the it's the soil. It's the rainfall. It's it's everything that happens that season, as well as what the farmers are doing. Right. The farmers have to be following the right practices, using the right 
organic fertilizers, you have to have the right altitudes. Um, all of those little factors come into play. And, and everybody's pretty much aware of that when it comes to wine. Uh, so it actually makes my conversation pretty easy. And I just kind of relate it back to wine. And people then realize, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So I guess, um, you know, long term, what's the uh, game plan? Or will you stick with the online uh, distribution? Or do you have goals of getting this in stores? Or... What's uh, what are you thinking? You know, that's a that's a great question. I get asked that a lot. Um, you know, right now we're we're opening up our roastery in Benita, um, so that's kind of the the short term. Get that uh, up and operating, and start kind of doing some fun events there. So that way, we're not always doing events off site, but do some events at our roastery. The, you know, the online you know honestly works great uh, because part of our motto is getting the coffee as fresh as possible into our customers' hands. So while we have talked to retailers and um, have, have tried some different things and we're always open to it, the core goal is not to just roast a ton of coffee and then put it on some shelf somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, um, from a passion standpoint, it starts to kind of deviate from what we're really trying to accomplish. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, if an opportunity pops up, I'm always happy to explore it. But, you know, and, and what we've proven here with the with the virus is online has been a great way to go. A lot mm. of local customers um, have, have been doing a lot of online just because it keeps them safe at home. They know they're getting the freshest coffee possible. Um, so I guess I'll end it with I'm going to go where my customers want me to go. And <laughs> I'm going to try to keep them as happy as possible. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. But I, I love the concept. I mean, now you're right. You you know, in the supermarket or wherever you buy your coffee, you don't know how long the coffee's been sitting on the shelf. And if you're in the coffee, you know, freshness is key. And, uh, you know, what's sounds like what's cool about what you guys do is, is the order comes in and, and the coffee is, you know, made and shipped and it's as fresh as can be. Exactly. We, yeah. you know, we really keep it that simple. Um, and, and we let people know, order, order the origin you like, order the roast type you like online. And they have the trust, the trust in, in me and the brand that it will get roasted and, and shipped out as quickly as possible. Um, I've got a handful of orders going out this afternoon, and I'll probably wake up tomorrow to a few more orders that I'll I'll go out and I'll roast and we'll do it all again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. So let's talk about coffee myths. What what do you hear? What what do you want to talk about there? Oh, there's there's so many myths. Uh, the first one that I like to start with is that not all coffee is created equal. And again, while we're, we're roasters and we focus on you know high end coffees, uh, there's not a, an exact way you have to drink your coffee. Right? We're not pretentious about it. So you can take a great cup of coffee, and if you want to add a little something to it, that's fine. Don't let anybody make you feel bad about that. <laughs> now, we might tease you depending on what you're putting in there, but um, definitely don't, <laughs> don't feel bad about, about it. You know, I've got a lot of customers that, you know, they, they love, that's how they get their, their good fats in the morning. They use uh, grumpy goat coffee and they kind of add their, their coconut oils or their other fats as a part of their keto diet. Um, that's great. You know, that's what I want. I want people to also understand that, uh, <clears throat> The, the health benefits of coffee are, are true and real. You know, there's a lot of myths you see, but, you know, one year you've got articles that say things that, you know, 
coffee and caffeine is not good for you. And then you've got another article that says it is. Um, quite frankly, if you look at the research and you follow the research, it is very much good for you. The antioxidants, caffeine is good for, for your brain, for um, attention. Where things get a little hairy is when you've got people drinking multiple pots a day. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's kind of the other myth is that it is good for you. Everything's good for you in, in um, within reason. Yeah. Um, the other, the other uh, you know, myth that I kind of talk to people about is um, decaffeinated coffee. So I do roast a decaffeinated bean. Um, and, and what I really try to tell people is if you're going to drink decaf, really understand where that bean's coming from and the decaffeination process is really, really important. If there, there's really only two widely accepted decaffeination methods that are all natural, it's the um, what they call like a mountain water or Swiss water. If you've heard of Swiss water, Swiss water is the brand of the process. Um, and then there's also the sugar water EA method. If it's not designated as an all natural decaffeination process, um, it's highly likely that the beans have been decaffeinated with industrial solvents. So as everybody's trying to get more and more health conscious, I, I really let them know, um, you don't have to buy my decaffeinated coffee, but I care enough about everybody as a person that make sure when you're drinking decaf coffee, you really know what you're drinking. Wow. Otherwise, honestly, you're better off just not. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Why did they even make decaffeinated coffee in the first place? I don't get it. But anyway. Um, <laughs> well, that's a different debate. But um <laughs> <laughs> so Brian what are you doing when you're not working 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 so I'm uh, you know I still have a day job I still work full-time um, I work for one of the, the country's largest banks as a software developer so um, when I'm not working I'm working and other than that you know I recently purchased a, uh, a small little 13 foot boat that I take out on the gulf in the back bays and do some fishing so that that keeps me out of trouble when yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> but I'm not at the keyboard or at the roaster. Nice. Well, it's good to hear you getting outside every now and then. Absolutely. Got to maintain that sanity. <laughs> so how about from a hardship standpoint, looking back, what have you uh, gotten through that now you say, hey, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Oh, that's a that's a great question. Um, I think it's back to you know saying yes to especially at the beginning saying yes to every opportunity um and some of them were were, were very very challenging in more challenging in terms of logistics right when i've been asked to to provide coffee and do a coffee service for you know 200 people um and you know i'll do it for i've done it for some nonprofits in the area and it's it's logistically challenging. Um, I'm a lot better for it because now I know when those opportunities present themselves, what questions to ask and, and how to better prepare myself um, as mm. to how I'm going to ensure that I'm providing, you know, uh, freshly brewed coffee and I've got the right marketing materials and I've kind of got everything that aligns with that specific event. But I tell you what, those are trial by fire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and, I, and I think, um, and that, and I, and I think, you know, this, everybody's learning how to navigate the, uh, this, this current, you know, uh, life with, uh, with a pandemic. We're not through it yet, but uh, I think when we're done, we'll look back and say, well, I learned a lot. 
Yep. Yep. I, I, I agree. There's nothing in life that's 100% negative or for that matter, 100% positive. You know, there's always two sides to it. So always, uh, you know, leave it to entrepreneurs. Always look at the, the positive side, right? If you can take something away from it, it was not, uh, it was not wasted effort. <laughs> <laughs> How about Brian, uh, one thing you wish our listeners knew about Grumpy Goat Coffee, what would that be? Um, for those that are not familiar with Grumpy Goat Coffee, I, I, I want um, the listeners to know that if, if you're here in the area in Southwest Florida, th there is a local roaster. Um, a lot of people don't realize, and there's a couple of us around, so it's not just me. But um, if you're coming, if you're if you're coming from outside of the area, uh, yes, you can get great freshly roasted coffee in this area. This just like the microbreweries, um, we're, we're continuing to grow and expand. You know, the micro roasting is growing and expanding down here, so. Um, don't, don't think you can't get what you're looking for. And if you're not in the area, I'm going to roast it and ship it to you. Nice. Nice. So how can our listeners uh, find out more, or get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, you can go to our website, grumpygoat.com. Um, we're also on Facebook at grumpy goat coffee and Instagram at grumpy goat coffee as well. Uh, you know, the emails go to me. Uh, so it's me answering the emails. So if you reach out and you've got any questions, um, feel free to reach out. I've I've even got a lot of uh, current customers that have reached out just asking for equipment recommendations. So if you're if you're kind of debating between a couple different coffee makers or a couple different brew methods, shoot me an email. Um, I'm happy to share my opinions, and uh, you know I just want people drinking good coffee. It it, does, it really does change your day. Love it, love it. Well, I encourage our listeners to check out Grumpy Goat Coffee and. Uh, in addition to the coffee, you've got some cool gear on there. So, uh, listeners, go ahead and check that out. Awesome logo. Love it. Love it. Thank you. Uh, well, we wish you the absolute best there, Brian. And, and uh, I am looking forward to what waking up tomorrow morning for another day of Grumpy Goat Coffee and the beginning of a wonderful relationship with me and my coffee mug here. I'm happy to take care of you. <laughs> You take care. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.